This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's the Boop Show, episode 148 for September 17th, 2017, with Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway. Dunaway and Scott Johnson sitting here together like two pigs in a blanket. What's going on there, Brian? <laughs> two pigs in a blanket. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. I like pigs in a blanket. Yeah. But two pigs in a blanket, mm. it feels, makes me feel a little uncomfortable. It's too much, yeah. It's uh, too much. When's the last time you had a pig in a blanket? Uh, right before the show. It was delicious. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> had one in years. I don't even remember exactly where or oh why. Oh my gosh, for those who don't know what a pig in the blanket is, you're missing out on life now. When I think of pig in the blanket, now are you talking about large size pig in a blanket where you take a, a croissant or or even worse, a one of those frozen biscuits yeah. and roll up a full size weenie? Or are you talking one of those uh miniature it's usually it's usually a little miniature one that i would have like i don't think i've ever had a full-size rolled up one that i know of yeah but but yeah the pre-baked dough crap you get at the store in the tube that is a nightmare oh that's like chalky it's chalky um uh, punishment that's what that is i I like like it it. i I tell you some of my favorite pigs in the blankets though is taking like uh the the chicken weenie which is not it's which is really not really it's not even a weenie if you ask me but like the chicken weenie yeah. and and rolling it up in the croissant yeah you take the penis from a chicken roll it in the croissant. right got it right. you roll in the croissant and then you throw that in some uh then you dip that in some some ketchup and mustard and and pretend like it's uh something that's not yeah it's a weird thing it's a weird i don't know what the origins are but it's a strange thing i just i like my hot dog type meats in <laughs> in buns squarely in a bun i want mustard on right. that thing i want sauerkraut if you got it like that's my idea that's a pig in a blanket he could get out of you know <laughs> i like the double pig the, the two pigs in the blanket because i'm gonna put two weenies oh. in my next pig in the blanket it's oh, gonna be awesome do it. it'll be a little double double shotgun shooter oh god i want to take a nap now Yeah, everyone's tired all right so hey welcome back to the show everybody so it's been a, a busy week for me on all sorts of fronts but i did manage to play a whole lot of wow's got its fingers all dug up in my skin again this you know how this happens we've talked about it before i don't want to repeat myself from last week but man sometimes you just like okay i found the like i found the fish hook part of the current content Mm. and then i haven't been able to let go of the fish hook like it just is pulling me through so i guess props to those guys because there are times when you're playing wow and you played it for a long time you sort of enter the world and go what do i feel like doing and you're and the answer is none of this like I just don't like all of it is just too many choices, too many things to do. You're just like, eh, I'm go do something else. Right, right now, they, the thing they want me to do, they've they've pulled me in, and now I'm pulling, I'm getting pulled all the way through, and it's I'm having a right. blast. It's really, really you good. you you want to play a a you want to play Peggle while you're while you're waiting for your Minecraft. So yeah, that's, that's how it is sometimes. Yeah, wasn't there something like that at one point in time where you could like they had like add in mods where you could 
yeah. play like Peggle and stuff yeah. inside World of Warcraft. I don't know if that's still a thing. I know the mods are still there, obviously, but I don't know if those games right. still exist. But they had Peggle and uh, Bejeweled yes. were built into the interface. So you basically had a game running on the mod interface so that when you f- were flying like a big flight path or something, right, you right. could pull that up and play a quick game of Peggle or, or whatever. <laughs> before you got there and i don't know what happened to that i i maybe it's still there and no one cares now but that was a weird thing wasn't it yeah how bo- our game our game has gotten so monotonous <laughs> that we gave you another game to play in the middle of yeah. it yeah and i don't remember maybe those got pulled because they were technically not you know blizzard didn't want to get in the world of other people's intellectual property being played on top of their game like, well, yeah, I did. I always thought it was weird. Anyway, I'm like, that's that's odd. Yeah, and it wasn't something they were making. Some, you know, it was made by some fan or whatever. But I, I don't remember what happened. Now, how about some? How about what if they? What if they stuck? Uh, what if Blizzard did it proper and just stuck some uh, Hearthstone right in there while you're flying? Holy that? shite! That'd be great. Like a little mini like AI match yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. They'll never do Get it. On it. They'll never do it. No, of course not. <laughs> it's an entire what? game and a whole other <laughs> engine that they would have to do. Like, it seems like work they don't want to do. Right, but I like your thinking. I like yeah. Just play it. Just play it in winded mode, like I do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, a lot of that and a lot of Overwatch. Somebody had told me that hey Scott, you really need to check out the deathmatch mode in Overwatch because they, um, it's like the first mode in the game that feels like a new mode, like a proper mode. Mm. And I'm like, I know, but look, it's a team based shooter with objectives primarily. That's its primary focus. This game. And that's what it's best at. And the characters are designed to be support and utility and tank and, you know, these different classes of characters. So they're best suited for a goal. Right. And the goal is not just Quake-style kill-a-dude. And, and so I was skeptical of that. And I got in there and played that. And holy shite, that's really fun. And every character is viable. That's the part that threw me off. I saw... Um, uh, mercies get into this game uh just where it's like free for all deathmatch not team there's there's both you can play either one but uh it's just you know and mercy dominated and she mm. shouldn't dominate she's a freaking wimpy healer with a healing beam and a crap pistol <laughs> and she was beating everybody and ended up with top score and won the whole game like it it's possible to play every character in that game well in that right. environment and that surprised me the maps are really smartly redesigned for this for this use they've, they've taken existing maps and converted them to to uh be deathmatch maps and they're just the right size they feel like they have the right corners the right health packs in different places it feels like my old quake days like it's really weird how how this right, is right. feeling to me i did really well with junk or uh roadhog for whatever reason, he ended up being my kind of dominant guy, but I'm I'm pretty good with him anyway. But anyway, I played a ton of that, and I I just have to say, tip of the hat to Blizzard for coming up with a a way to make that work. Uh, it t- just totally works. Yeah. And the team mode's good too. Team uh, team deathmatch also really strong. It's it's just a nice new way to play Overwatch if you're you need a break from all the you know the the payload pushing and the and the point capturing. Right, right. You know, it's. It- it's kind of outside the scope of this podcast, but man, I would like to, you know, have a little sit down with with some of those developers over there and figure out exactly what they do to make things so well balanced. What, mm-hmm. what what's the what's the magic? Well, those guys, they, I they mean, do. they don't they could write the book on balance, like yeah. They, I remember, I don't, you'll remember this, but back in '98 when when uh, StarCraft came out, the original StarCraft, the thing that blew everybody's mind is you had these three 
completely distinct factions, Zerg, Protoss, and Terran, and they were all totally unique. Yes. But somehow balanced. Like, you could argue during, you know, during during certain patch areas or something, you're like, oh, well, right now the Protoss are dominant because someone figured out a way to to you know to do this or or right now the zerg is can overwhelm you and and so they need to do a patch so sure they patch things and tweak things but they know balance like no other company i know like true story they really should write the book and they really should and put it out there for the other companies yeah to compete to compete with them yeah that would be really (laughs) beneficial for them to to create uh inroads for their competition i'm sure (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyway it's real good and um people should be playing that mode it's good it's the only problem i have with it is it's kind of behind a wall a little bit you you know when you go into the game the first thing is quick play competitive and then there's arcade and arcade while i really like everything that's in there in your mind it's like oh arcade well that's just dumb stuff like that's mm-hmm. just throwaway goofy that's easy yeah that's just just not real push, not push the real game button. yeah not the yeah. real game i want to play or whatever and that's and I and I think it's unfortunate that that mode is wedged in there because I don't think it belongs there. I think it belongs up up front and center. Um, now that being said, I had no problem getting games. There were tons of people playing um, mm-hmm. deathmatch, so it was always going. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's really neat. People should play it. It's good. It'll bring back a lot of nostalgia if you're an old school shooter player, uh, multiplayer player, and you like that kind of thing. It's just that's a nice, me. And oh, and you get XP and all that, so it's not like you're you know not progressing you still get your loot hmm. boxes and your stuff and you have mvps of the match and all that i gotta get my loot boxes yeah get get them loot boxes son because i need that spray badge <laughs> get that spray badge <laughs> and then i played a bunch of stuff on my ipad pro i don't have to say much about them except uh, darkest dungeon on there is a really good version of that game and i've been playing that and i also picked up uh last night just started playing it so i don't have a ton to say about it yet but it's called irons Oh, shoot. Iron Soldiers? Shoot. Now I don't remember the name. I got to look it up. It's right here on their recommended list. Here it is. Oh, Iron Marines. That's what it's called. So speaking of StarCraft, it's basically like an homage to StarCraft. um, But it's this kind of cartoony-ish RTS. And it's easily, hands down, even in my first 30 minutes of play, the best RTS on on a tablet. I've never played anything hmm. quite like it. It's 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 like they know. All right, well here's here's the platform we're on. So let's not try to force a PC game into this. Right. Let's take advantage of what this is, and then let's make a game around that. And it's very impressive. It's from those uh, field runners, something runners. Ah, they would make very popular. Wait, wait. I'm on it. I'm on it because I was just looking up to see if they had it on uh, if they had it on the Android, and they don't. Oh, they. It's coming though, is what I heard. Uh, it's on mm-hmm. iOS to start with. Uh, my the only real complaint I have right now is it is a a paid game, so I paid four ninety nine for it, so five bucks. What you spent money on a app? <laughs> I like doing that. I like paid thing. games. Paid games are good. Here's the problem though, it's still loaded with like free to play crap. Oh, that makes me mad. Yeah. So this is my only complaint. The gameplay, though, is is outshining that. So I'm going to give them a break on this one. But normally it drives me crazy. No, Iron Marines is on the is on Google Play right now. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, and it's okay. Kingdom, Kingdom Rush is the series I was thinking of. So, ah. so they made the very popular Kingdom Rush games. This is their next game. It's very reminiscent of StarCraft, and they're not even really hiding that. Like, it's a, it feels like a, a loving nod in that direction. Um 
we and there have been and, and there have been other RTS attempts on 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 tablets and phones before, but this is something different. This is this is beyond that. I am annoyed that they want to keep nickel and diming me. Ironhide. After I pay the five bucks, but um, nonetheless, it's it's pretty impressive. And you and you, uh, they've taken a, a card a little bit out of Star or out of Warcraft Three, where you had the hero. You know, you run around right. with the hero and do stuff. They kind of have that in there. So there's a, a little twist. Anyway, it's neat. Very Sink. impressive. It's uh, worth playing. And outside of their weird back-end payment model, I think it's kind of awesome, actually. Uh, so, SteamWorld Dig. We talked about it last week because 2 is on its way, right? That's coming. Right, and so right. You played, 2 is on its way. So you played 1 just to kind of right. get your get your noodle wet, as is the, is the kids say. <laughs> what, what did you... Oh, uh, God, I hope the kids don't say that. <laughs> What do you think? Oh, dear um, Lord. What do you think of that? Because I thought that f- first game was really great, but I haven't played right. it in a while, so I don't remember if it was. Well, I saw good. I saw that uh, I saw that two was coming out on September the 22nd, which is what, like next week. So it's, it's real soon and it looks real pretty. And I never got a chance to play the first one. I've seen the heist on PS4 and I've looked at it a couple of times, never could do it. And then Origin EA uh, offered their uh, on us games, which I do once a month or so, and uh, it was for free. Oh, well, that's, so that's, if you don't mind loading up that Origin client every it, once in a while, yeah, it's okay, it's fine. That client, it's it's not intrusive. It's just mostly a download agent. Yeah, and uh, it didn't bother me too bad. So I picked it up hmm. for free, oh. and it's a digging game. And you know how I love the dig games. Dig games are good. Is described as a Metroidvania kind of game. I can kind of see that with the name. Sort of. Yeah, it's mostly mostly mining. Uh, uh, It's always about upgrading your pickaxe so you can go faster. And what is it about these pacing games that that are so addictive? I don't know. For for whatever reason. I love them because they have a clear line of progression, and progression is everything. So you just feel like, all right, well, I need the better pick. Okay, now I can get gold. Okay, now I can get silver or diamonds. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Now it only takes me a second to get those because I got the even better pickaxe and I can go deeper and I have better torches, which means I can go deeper. Uh oh, there's weird it's creatures stuff. down here. Oh, shit. You know, like it's got it's many layers, but it's just like any of these games. Like it's all about upgrade, upgrade, loot, loot, loot. Yep. 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 Upgrade, loot, loot. And I almost quit. I almost stopped, Scott. Mm-hmm. I almost said, nah, not for me because the story is it's a little verbose. Yeah. In the beginning, talking. Uh, talking about your uncle yeah. and uh, how he got killed, but he's passing on his pickaxe to you, and he built this little <laughs> small steam robot town. Yep. And uh, and I was almost about to quit because I was getting kind of sick of smashing grubs and, and yeah. doing that kind of stuff. But then they started giving me these upgrades. Yeah, that's good. And I'm like, oh, that's so I can run faster now. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. now i got to overcome this row of dropping bricks by running faster. And then I found out... I can make use of my steam by uh, getting by getting this steam jump, yeah. and which really is important to getting back up top because nothing's more annoying than trying to get back up top after you dug, you know, like 12, 13 levels deep, and uh, you have to get back up to the to the mining area or the the camp area so that you can um, do more upgrades. So it's starting it's starting to get to me. It's starting to get to me. However, I I'm playing this on my um, PC yeah. with a controller, yeah, and I gotta say. I think I would enjoy this much more uh, on my on my couch with oh, a console. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. I feel that way a lot actually with Win. But well, you know, you get a Steam. Uh, what are those called? Steam Link. You could do that. Steam Link. I have a Steam Link, and I got to tell you, unless you have 
Unless it's uh, wired, it sucks. Is that what you're going to tell wired, me? Unless it's wired, it sucks. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. I have fine internet, great network, plenty of speed on Wi-Fi, and it still blows on Wi-Fi. I'm, so. I'm curious about the new Wi-Fi uh, that, that's coming out, That this really the new standards and stuff. I'm, I'm interested to see if they can manage this better. Because some of my games are okay. I do it through Wi-Fi. It's not recommended. But some of my games that aren't you know, twitchy, uh, so probably something like this, yeah. Wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm okay with that. But you know, <laughs> I don't know what it is about dig games. But there's always one mechanic in the dig games, all the way back from Dig Dug and any dig game I've ever played that I always space on. What? It's uh, it's the don't get under the rock. Oh yeah. <laughs> that you dig and it falls on your head. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I yeah, don't totally. know why I'd never figure it out. Yeah. What's that one? Uh, there's an old one called gem something but it's yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about you get underneath and oh shit i'm dead great yeah i'm dead it's, it's, yeah. I, I don't know why i mean because a lot of times you can you can stand freely where you're standing and dig the rock in front of you and it'll fall right in front of you and you're safe but for some reason i never put it together and i just i just dig and i walk right underneath it and yeah it goes, blah, 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 blah. yeah start over go to the top dead. you're dead what's interesting is for those who don't know this and uh, it may not matter to some but the steam world games are i mean that's like their world like their their fiction and there are multiple games within that fiction steam world heist is a completely different game entirely different focus different genre different everything except for the fact that it's set in the same steam world universe so right. you're in space it's basically like a space western man um, it, it's real good so if you ever get around to heist um yeah one of I'm the going best to, games to. ever you know good. it i i i like steam world dig as far as the game itself goes but either either really buy into your story and ramp it up and give me some cinematics or drop it i'm just i don't care about clicking and reading your not so clever remarks yeah it's just like next point yeah kind of with a game like yeah, I can't disagree with that. It's a little verbose. Yeah, a little yeah. verbose. I yeah. mean, like, if you're going to do it, like, I buy into it. Go, go ahead and give me some cut scenes and everything else and just buy into yeah. it. I don't, I don't want to read anything. I want to get back to digging. Yeah, I have plenty of real friends who can sit next to me and spout all kinds of dumb things that I don't want to hear right now. I, why, right. why Why? make the video game do it? It's a good point. Don't do it. Also, don't hey, forget, I'll- if you're a PlayStation owner, you can get that infamous Second Son for free this month, and I guess you did, yeah. yeah? That's what y'all. That's what I did. I did, grabbed it and I was like, "Let me download this for two days." And so I did. And so I got on <laughs> after two days of download and uh, played for five minutes. And it's not because I didn't like the game that I only played for five minutes. That's just all the time I had left. Yeah. And uh, so, it did you, did you play the first one? I did. I played it and beat it. Yeah, I I really dig the first one, and this one is a little bit more the same, different scenario, different scene. Oh, you mean first uh, game in the series? Yeah, I paid, I played right. one, two, and and the one you're talking. I beat the one you're right, talking right. about today, the new one, new. Oh, you one. beat this one? Yeah, it was like a launch title or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And you know, I'm. It's all right. You're on the back end. You're a little. You just you know you you let yeah. things savor and like age like fine wine, and then you play it. That's right. Hey, man, there's so many games. There's no sense of being the first. Me yeah. first, me first, whatever. Brian's me last. <laughs> me comfortably when I want. That's who you are. Right. That's who I am. Yeah. And so, yeah, I played it, but I, did, I couldn't I couldn't really, I didn't really jive with the characters because they're supposed to be kind of, uh, this, you know, disenfranchised youth. Yeah. Edgy, edgy, uh, edgy, street tough, uh, whatever. It's they Sometimes they get that stuff right in games, and most, but most of the time they don't. Like sometimes yeah. that stuff feels stereotyped and 
contrived and not real. But yeah, this but game the, I would I would argue this game is not great at that part of it. But right. their vision of fu- slightly future uh, uh, Seattle and mm-hmm. the gameplay mm-hmm. therein is pretty strong. It's real yeah. good in there, and it's a pretty game too. Really good looking game. It really is. It got some really good mocap stuff going on. Uh, and the the characters. The, the costuming and the environment is is really nice. And some of the game mechanics are, are a little bit strange for me because this was like uh, I, I didn't like how they were giving me the information on how to use my powers with the controller because they just didn't seem uh, it seemed kind of weak mm. at that point. But maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the weak link. Well, you never know. Uh, the, the Troy Baker, who plays the main protagonist there. Right. Uh, my problem with this game is that the face of the kid looks just like Troy Baker's real face, and it throws me off the entire time. Because this is like Troy Baker running around. Right, right. That's Which weird. is smart, because if you're going to do mo- motion, if you're going to do facial capture, you might as well make it, you know, I, the best I best guess possible, so. Right? No, you're not wrong. It's just, it makes me feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better way of saying it. There's something odd about it. Right. But okay. Anyway. So, so I like to talk about what I'm playing next week as well. And uh, next week, I I grabbed the humble bundle this recently, uh, and also having a lot of sales on the humble bundle into summer sale. And I picked up a game that I've been wanting to pick up for a while because some of my friends, eh, they're really into cars and that kind of stuff, and the games that I don't usually play. Yeah. And there's a game called Spin Tires, and essentially all it is is driving these trucks and jeeps out in this deep wooded area in mud and crap and just trying to get from point a to point b and i've seen some of my friends play the crap out of this and i'm i'm interested in spin tires i'm gonna try it out picked up for a pretty good deal and also i watched you play duck game recently (laughs) oh duck Uh, game's so good yeah, and I, I, I had forgotten I'd gotten into it. I never really played too far, and I want to get back into that as well. Oh, it's so good, dude. Listen, Duck Game, and they they just did a huge patch on that thing. I've been playing it. I've had it for like a year or something. But right. they, uh, <clears throat> they <clears throat> patched it and put in a progression system. So you level up, you get unlocks and perks. There's a whole campaign now. Like they went nuts with that thing, and it's stupid fun. Oh, my gosh. Right. Duck Game is great. For those who don't know, it's like a, it's like a well, Primarily, the, its best use is is a four player free for all. Yeah, where you kind of tower fall style, jumping around, using weapons, shooting each other, trying to be the last one to survive. It's just chaos, banana time. It's awesome. <laughs> chaos banana time. Look out! It comes the banana time. Yep, chaos banana time coming this fall. Hey, you know what? I didn't pick up on the humble bundle. What? They had it. They had like the different levels and stuff. And uh, I went for the six eighty seven level, which gave me. Uh, Renegade Ops, Sonic Generations, Resident Evil 4, Dead Rising, and those kind of games. But then there was there was one more level for $12, almost twice as much. Hmm. Gave you Devil May Cry, but I already had that one, Devil May Cry 4. Yeah. And the only thing that was really interesting was Motosport Manager. Are you into any of these manager games? No, I don't like those. They're boring to me. I want to yeah. get in the car and drive. I don't want to manage it. I don't want to manage uh, a football like i don't want to be a football manager i don't want to be any of that i just want to play i want to play the game and so right those are not for me although i know a lot of people love that stuff they're totally into it they're the same people that get really into fantasy football and things like that every year yeah just stats baby not my bag of cheese the game the collection on here that i would play would be renegade ops if you've never played that that is a that's so much fun kick, that's a four-player game kicking yeah. the freaking pants renegade ops is it's real fun yeah. 
Uh, it's old-ish. came out on 360, PS3, and PC back in the day, but um, I think I still right. own it. I still own it too. I, I bought the four pack back in the day and gave it out to all my friends because it was super cheap at the time. Hey, do you know I'm a cheap gamer? Yeah, you're a cheap anyway, gamer. Yeah, cheap gamer. Yeah. Right. So if, if you're out there and you're listening, send us an email and tell us why we should play one of these manager games because I hate them so much. Yeah. I'm almost convinced I must be missing something. Yeah. Can you guys talk us into it? Because if you can, we'll listen. Running down today's news, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds broke Steam's record for most users ever, the all-time record. It was uh, already breaking concurrent records and other things, but uh, this little indie that could, it's hard to call it an indie now, this thing's a, worth yeah, it's a, millions, it's a beast. maybe billions at some point. Um, one week after surpassing one million concurrent users on Steam, PUBG has now set the all-time record for the concurrent player's record. Uh, the game, which again is an early access, peaked at 1,348,374 concurrent users today. That displaced Valve's Dota 2 for the top figure of all time. The old record was just above 1.2 million. Uh, that's huge. And I yeah, played yeah. some PUBG this week. I forgot to mention that. And uh, I'd like to just remind the world that I'm not very good. Uh, it's really fun, but I'm there are people out there that are so good at this game that they're just popping me. Like there's right. no uh, there's no question about it. One thing I did uh, I, I learned the other day. Oops, I don't know why that went up so loud? <laughs> Something's wrong with my soundboard. Uh, I did figure out the other day that when when I'm uh, if I jump right in, uh, this is a common thread with a lot of players. But if you just jump in and go right to a populated area and just fight like mad. That's, a, I think, a funner way to play the game because even though you have a higher chance of dying right away, you're building some of those fighting skills that that particular engine needs you to build up. And you, if you die, you just get into another game like immediately. Like there's yeah, no waiting. Yeah. It's, it's, you're back into 100 people. You're off to fight again. So this idea of going and finding a remote place where nobody else is and camping in there and getting all the gear and then slowly hiding your way around, it can work for a while, but I don't, I don't know that that wins games. I think what wins games is just skill on the battlefield, not being afraid, uh, taking risky shots, dying a lot, learning, going back, doing it again. Uh, but right. but good for them, you know. They got their uh, they got their cheese in the in the wheel, which isn't a phrase. Yeah, cheese in the wheel. Uh, you know, I want to play this game, but I do know that everybody's gotten so good at it. I'm going to do the same thing that you're saying. But, hey, what's the penalty for dying? You're going to jump right back in another game. Yeah, get right back. What? Get a gun, go. Yeah. Did you know that uh, I have hangups about names? No. Yeah, true. Steam, I didn't like it. When it first came out, I'm like, that's a stupid name. Steam, mm. that's stupid. Mm. Same with PUBG. I don't like people saying PUBG. It, it annoys me. Do you like them saying the full name Player Unknowns Battlegrounds? Do you prefer that? I, Battle Battlegrounds is usually how I usually prefer to Except Most people usually... Know what I'm talking about. However, yeah, PUBG. I don't know why it bothers me. Why am I so hung up on that? That's, what is no, what is wrong fine. with me? Look, hey, you're a, you're you're Joe Public. You're supposed to re react to marketing things, and that's a marketing thing. So I, right. you know, I don't th I don't think you're weird to feel that way. I understand. I'm that way with a lot of stuff. In fact, I can't stand that they named this after the guy who made it. I can't stand that. Right, right. And that his name is Player Unknowns. Like it's just yeah. I feel. If you don't know the story behind that guy, that name means nothing. So when you read it, you're like, what does that even mean? Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Like, it sounds like 
Carl's Juniors, you know, <laughs> like it's just it's weird. I'm not eating there. It's weird. So I wish it was just called Battlegrounds or a better name all all altogether, right? Um, because Battlegrounds is like everywhere. World of Warcraft has Battlegrounds in it. So yeah, yeah, it's a little annoying how common that is. But you know, whatever. Now it's established itself. It's never going to change. It'll be. Public. It's not. It, apparently, it's not hurting it because look at it. Look at it. Yeah, it'll be PUBG or PUBGA forever. It's never going to change. I would probably actually prefer PUBGA. PUBGA? PUBG. PUBG. Speaking of things I'm into, Overwatch, hey. uh, Overwatch's Anna and Junkrat are now coming to Heroes of the Storm. They're the next two new characters. Get out! Yeah, brand new map too, Volskaya Industries, uh, or it's called Volskaya. Ah, it's not industries. Well, it's no, it's it's, uh, it's a take on that on that Overwatch map. Found, but Foundry. Foundry. There you go. Volskaya Foundry. Uh, it, that map looks crazy. Like the there are plenty of Heroes of the Storm maps where you have uh, a mechanic that unlocks like a big beast that walks down the lane and does a bunch of damage, and they do that in phases or whatever. Yeah. There's even ones awesome. where players can get inside the Dragon Knight or the the big plant creature. But this is weird because when you do when you accomplish the goal, two of you can get into this thing, and basically you can choke all your way down the lane, and one of you mans guns and lasers and bullets and stuff, and the other <laughs> his one. His junk rat got his head out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That'd I mean, be awesome. who knows? But anyway, they're coming. We don't know anything about the characters. We assume Anna will be a a support class, and we assume probably specialist i i can't imagine anything else for um uh for junk rap but we don't know anything about their abilities yet probably this week we'll get a video on one or both of them that will describe what they do what their kits are um what their ultimates are and all that stuff so uh it's very exciting if you're into uh heroes of the storm they've done a great job with the overwatch heroes that they brought over they're still the minority of characters in that game but always so a little bit exciting oh there's geez. tons yeah i've been playing uh Stukov like a wild man. I freaking love that guy. He's so good. He's from Starcraft. He's a mm-hmm. Russian dude who's yeah. I know him. Half he's my favorite. Yeah, he's great. And he's um, he's in a, he's my probably my favorite dude in the game right now. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love that game. If you would like more in depth conversation about uh, Anna Junkrat, all the skins, all the stuff coming. Uh, well, that game is free except for the cool parts. Well, you get so yes, yes, and no. The way it works now since 2.0 is that you can you can basically unlock anything. So if right. you if you're just playing, playing to play, no matter what you're playing, who you're playing, uh, a loot box could drop with a legendary, and bam, you suddenly own a hero you never had, or suddenly you own their best skin in the game, or whatever. So if you're playing a, a decent amount, you're earning all kinds of currency and gold and stuff just from playing, and it feels pretty good. This doesn't this this is I I believe this is free to play done right. Yeah, um, yeah, in this agreed. particular case, and uh, even more so now because 2.0 really fixed a lot of problems they had with the first first run of the game. Anyway, it's really good, and the, one of the coolest things is Destroyer Diva, which is this yeah, Diva yeah. skin that looks like uh, 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 what's his name from uh, uh, World of Warcraft, the third expansion. Who's the dragon? Oh, he's the he's the dick. He's, uh, he's a he's, big dick. Oh, it's such a Oh, he's a dick. Yeah. He's a huge dick. Uh, tra- uh, My brain won't work. Th- Cataclysm Dragon. Deathwing. 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 This is so much fun. Deathwing. That's it. Deathwing. 
So she looks like a little Deathwing mech with uh, Deathwing oh. stuff all over it, which is pretty neat. Anyway, it looks really good. It hits the PTR sometime probably next week, and uh, we'll be able to all... I only it. play the PTR. Yeah, you're a PTR man. Yeah. Yeah. You should play the real game. It's fan-frickin-tastic. And PTR gag. What can I say? Real good. <laughs> Brian, have you spent a dime on Star Citizen? I have taken all my dimes mm. and kept them and said, Star Citizen, screw you. <laughs> well, you're not alone. Uh, their production delays, which are now infamous yeah. uh, for this weird game that was publicly funded on uh, Kickstarter and then later on their own program and somewhere in the 100 and some odd million dollar range. So by, everybody was so excited about this. Well, and people still are. And, you're, you know, there's some people buying ships for a thousand bucks. Like crazy ways of investing in this game. And the delays are it's starting to get dirty, starting to get ugly. Uh, the campaign to undermine the credibility of the team building Star Citizen is getting very nasty. Yesterday, there was an elaborate hoax that was staged involving a staggering $45,000 in virtual goods. At least one major tech site took the bait, and the team at Cloud Imperium Games spent the entire day trying to change the narrative online. The incident cast a spotlight on a dedicated group of trolls who spent much of their personal energy trying to smear lead designer Chris Roberts and his team at CIG. So it's a long, it's kind of a complicated story, but I'll give you the I'll give you the gist, okay? It began with an anonymous Redditor. Aren't they all happening on Reddit now? It's all happening on Reddit, it feels like. Yeah. Reddit is becoming a real shit show over there at Reddit, in yeah. my opinion. And I don't know, it's, like the, it's like 4chan senior. Yeah. Um, anyway, by the name of Mogmentum, <laughs> mm. uh, said that they spent the better part of five weeks working to get a $45,000 refund on virtual items purchased for Star Citizen. Various images and even a video were posted online as proof of the successful return. Uh, we tried to reach out for comments, says Polygon.com, but they never responded and have since deleted their accounts. So they came in there to do that, and then they left. Um, a rep from CIG told Selfsame Polygon yesterday afternoon that the video was an elaborate fake. They admitted that they have been associated, uh, had been an associated return, but in the amount of $330, Ars Technica was forced to issue a correction, which is still flowing down to smaller sites that picked up the story. So anyway, basically a big fat hoax, uh, yeah. the goal of which was to troll uh, Star Citizen and Chris Roberts, Seems like to, they need any more distractions. Well, I mean, here's the thing. They really are taking too long. <laughs> like they really at are. some point you've you they seem like they've spent more of their effort getting your money than making a thing. Now, I played that weird free beta alpha weekend thing they did not long ago. Right, right. And that is the scope of that thing is enormous. Like what they're planning with Star Citizen is crazy. However, it was janky as shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, my ship got stuck into the side of a, uh, a landing pad and started twitching there for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> I got out of it, and I have video of this, of the ship, like, stuck into this uh, piece of metal and just twitching. Uh, it's broken. Like, it wasn't great. Um, but hey, it, yeah. you know, this is this is a newish problem. Yeah. And the problem is we're not dealing with a developer who has a specific publisher pushing to make things happen regardless of uh, what the content creators want to do. 
and that keeps them a little bit honest. When you're talking about crowdfunded stuff, the citizens, the crowdfunders are the ones who are have the money. Yeah. And so used to be we were just consumers and now we're we're producers as well. And how do we get this company, this content creator, artist, yeah. to to be uh responsible? Yeah. How do you how do you do that? Yeah. No, for so real. it's a new it's a new question because I, I don't think we've had this issue in the past. So. Yeah. No, it's 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 horrendous. Uh, I don't think I don't think uh pulling some kind of shame game that that was done is the right answer. Oh though. no, it I, never it never is. It's like right. it's like a form of um I don't know what's it like in the real world. I can't think of what it, it's just, you know, it's, it's like uh, fraud. It's a dick it's, move. It's, it's a, a dick, dick move. It's dick dickish, very dickish. Yeah. But at the same time they need to hurry up and get their game made. They need to get their game out and you know I'm sure they look around and see other very successful companies like Blizzard who can kind of take their time and do what they want, but they're not Blizzard. No. You better get something out there. You better start. You better have better phases of release. Right. They've all, I mean, look, the reason people were interested in this in the first place, Chris Roberts is a legend in the industry, uh, Wing Commander and everything else he's ever mm -hmm. done, Freelancer. Those are amazing, incredible experiences that left a mark on not only the industry, but in some ways created new genres, and he deserves all the credit he gets for that. Um, so that's why they, everyone's put their faith in you and sent you all the money in the first place. Now you just got to deliver, deliver on that deal. Like this is a so, brave new world of crowdfunding and you can't F this up. Yeah. Uh, you know, creative, creative, uh, creative minds are not always the best business minds. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't, I don't know how you resolve this. Yeah. I got a lot of money though. So yeah, sure. a lot of money, but do you like they're, they're getting, people are getting refunds and they're still giving them out. I don't know how long they can do it. But then that made me think think of something else as well. Yeah. How many years has it been since they started? Uh, two, three, four, five years. Five like years. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm I don't know all the specifics, but I do know that a three to five year zero interest loan can get you a long way, even yeah. if you have to refund that money oh, at yeah. the at the end. You know, it, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of dirty that, dealing. Yeah, but. if you put that in the bank and let some interest accrue, you could probably take care of these troll level ones yeah and that's a little skanky Ugh, i don't like any of this yeah i don't like it is it we, we need to figure it out is this uh it's a modern day problem that we're gonna have to have a, a new solution for that's right get your shit together Ooh. all right uh this i don't know if you've been following this youtube deal i have uh, YouTube accepted Campo Santos copyright strike against PewDiePie. You get three stri <laughs> three strikes is how this works. And it could lead to bigger issues, but anyway, YouTube has accepted this thing. So Campo Santo, the guys that do um, Firewatch, so, Firewatch, thank you. They were really pissed because PewDiePie dropped uh, the N word on a stream and uh, has since apologized. Uh, but not a PewDiePie, not. yeah, PewDiePie, and yeah. he's. But this is like the third thing in like less than six months that is. He's had a rough run. It's been a real, been a real, yeah. I mean, I have a feeling this is. I mean, when you see a pattern like this, there's a reason. It's not because of just simple mistakes. It's probably because he's, you know, he's got, he's got, he's young and he says stupid shit and he, he doesn't really care. Somewhat, yeah. That's the problem. He's, he's. He's crossed over to a point that he's like, eh, I don't have to listen to nobody, and he's gonna have to reel it in because yeah. uh, he's he's 
he's damaging his own brand. And yeah. does he even care? I don't know. I don't know. Well, he, he seems to care now because a strike actually means, oh, I'm sorry, it's not three strikes. If he gets one more strike, his channel's shut down. He's out. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically a warning is, is what you get with this first one. Anything beyond this, any other infractions and you're out of there. I thought it was, yeah, three strikes, so I guess maybe he's on his third strike. Maybe I'm sure he's, he's got his... more than – I'm sure he's probably got more than one strike. If I get more than three – oh, yeah, no, no, you're right. It's if he gets three. So it is three. Yeah. Account gets terminated. Uh, all videos uploaded to his account will be removed, and he'll be uh, unable to create future accounts. Essentially, every video he's ever uploaded to YouTube will be erased is how this works. Um, it's opened a lot of questions and created a bit of a slippery slope for what does – let's plays mean who owns yeah. the content uh what you know should these guys be able to play these games which are not theirs and make in pewdiepie's case millions of dollars of revenue given right. his popularity on the backs of video game makers but then again the video game makers know that these influencers sell copies like literally people watch this and then go buy the games yeah. So it's this weird, tenuous relationship, and it's gotta at some point this has to come to a head, and someone's gonna have to sort of figure out a, an answer. Because <clears throat> right now, My, it's wild, Minecraft it's wild would West. have have I think Minecraft would have faltered by now if it wasn't for the YouTube oh, generation. I'm guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. And I'm you know I'm convinced that popular streamers and YouTubers made PUBG skyrocket. Right. Like you can't. You can't deny that. Like, there's absolutely no way that they're that the influence isn't there. For sure, it is. The bigger question is, did they ever have permission? No. Hmm. Uh, is there? Could these companies all suddenly say oh, we want takedowns and forget it? Yeah, they totally could. I don't yeah. think they will. I think it's mutually beneficial that they don't. But you know, Nintendo's always been a little bit weird about streaming. And anyway, this brought it all to the forefront again. And uh, I don't know how I stand on it. I mean, I, I stand in two ways. Number one, PewDiePie, don't be a racist dick. Don't do that. Right, right. So that's number one. All right. We all agree there, I think. But on the second side of it, I don't know if, I don't know what I want this precedent to set. Like, if somebody, I know what I want it to set. Because what if you, what if I'm streaming uh, in World of Warcraft and I go, ha, that building they made looks like a penis. And then, yeah. and then Blizzard gets wind of that and goes, that's it, we're taking down the whole thing. And they, and they just, you yeah. know, decide to go after you. Like, they could. They won't, but they could. So, like, now you're in this weird position of uh, the ball could drop. You know, you just never know. Right. Depend and see, that's that they need. Okay. There's a little bit of responsibility on YouTube that they've kind of distanced themselves between and went, look. We're not going to get in a fight between you and the uh, and the developers. We're gonna we're gonna get we're just gonna we're gonna take a stance of uh, we support uh, content creators and we support developers. And you know what? You can't you can't play that game. They're gonna have to get in here and go. What's the real truth here? Uh, a DMCA takedown is not the right answer because it's really not about copyright. It's about you not liking uh, what PewDiePie did and trying to uh, change that. So it's, I don't know. It's hard, man. Like it's, it's it, hard. It's complicated. But in, in the case of in YouTube's case, they've always been like, keep us out of it. We'll just do whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. If the copyright holder says, take it off, we'll take it off because they own the copyright, but you got to make a claim has served them well with music and, film and you know all the other ways that youtube can be used to put up 
copyrighted right. information or copyrighted content. When it comes to video games, there's this there's this extra wrinkle, which is the industry needs these influencers, but mm-hmm. they don't want to be associated with the ones who are dropping N words and saying Nazi shit. You know, right, right, and so. They've got to fix their system there. But YouTube feels like taking this stance is like, hey, we're protecting our best interest. And you know what? Uh, as much as they say, oh, we're going to take down all of PewDiePie's videos and we're going to delete them forever. And it's like, well, that's great. And all. I'm sure he's got local copies. And you know what? I, PewDiePie has enough power that if he wanted to go you know, switch to some other system or create his own system of distribution for his videos, I'm sure he could find a way, and if he wanted to find a, a way to make money other than through, you know, YouTube ads, I'm sure he could start a Patreon page and be just fine. Yeah, just he, fine. He's going to be just fine. Sure. Who's losing more here? Is it going to be YouTube or PewDiePie? I, I don't know if anybody's losing a great amount, but this might have to be a, a place where you just go. Okay, we've got to we've got to part ways. We're just, uh, I you know, I want to be a little more rebellious yeah. and YouTube does not allow me to be rebellious. Even if I'm a big jackass and yeah. saying racist thing. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think YouTube or Google loses anything because they have so much money. They don't care. They don't care. Right. But, but it, they don't care. But if you, I mean, they, they have really over the years, one of the things that's made them very successful is, you know, they have literally handheld some of their top YouTube creators. And when they start, turning their back and their loyalty to those top level YouTube creators. Uh, I, I don't know that, that that's going to create a different. It's so fishy though. Cause, Cause they're, they're the platform holder, right? They control right. the machine. So there is no PewDiePie without the machine. There wasn't, right. there was never going to be one without it. So why is there one? Well, because he came into the machine and made a thing. Now, does that diminish the value he created? No, definitely not. But he, it, I don't know. Like it's it, whenever you do something for somebody else's platform, and I guess we're all doing it for the internet. The nice thing about the internet is it's open and everybody can contribute. But whoever owns your platform, they can just yank the rug out whenever they want to. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's and that's what makes it so dangerous is because we assume this loyalty uh, that we we really hold loyalty high as individuals. Sure. As uh, individuals, we, we we consider that very important. Corporations, uh-uh. no loyalty. Loyalty is a you know it's, it's counterproductive to profit. Oh yeah, it, 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 in a short term, long term, it can really st- stick you in the butt though because if uh, people, if people, you know, if you if you keep treating your content creators a certain way, like you just don't care, like you just gonna, ah, I don't care, whatever, man. We're just we're just trying to keep everything. We're Switzerland. Eventually, it's going to catch up with you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, in, I agree. In my opinion. No, I agree. Something's going to happen. Shoe's going to other shoe drops at some point. Yeah, but, they're but, not going to get out of this uh, as scot free as they think. Sure, YouTube is going to survive without PewDiePie. I mean, if that if that's what it comes down to, they'll survive. They'll thrive. However, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. there may be there may be some other distribution out there. Just waiting, and they'll snap up PewDiePie in a second. Yep, grab uh, Vimeo, everybody. Vimeo, the brand new PewDiePie Vimeo channel. Mm-hmm. Get over there and check it out because it's happening. But really, in the end, what do I know? I'm just thinking out loud. No, yeah, that's what you do. Sometimes yeah. you fart, but right now you're thinking out loud. I shouldn't do it. That's fine. Oh, that sound means we got to give you a little uh, taste of some Nintendo news here at the end of the uh, news segment. Nintendo's bringing arcade classics to Switch. 
This is not virtual arc, or virtual. What's what do they call that? Virtual. VR, uh, no, not VR. No, what do they call it? Em emulation. Yeah, but what are, what's the name of the thing they've always done in the past? They've always had this thing oh. on their consoles called virtual. Oh yeah, the uh, their proper Nintendo's proper name for it. Um, Shit, Virtual Boy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that's called, Virtual Console. That's it. That's it. Uh, that's not what this is. Uh, they haven't no. launched that on the Switch yet, although some assume they might be. But they are bringing some more classic arcade games to the console, and it's new arcade archives program they announced it during the nintendo direct presentation the other day these are downloadable titles switch ports of arcade games from the 80s uh the difference or sorry that uh, that's different from virtual console uh which often ports nes games and that sort of thing these arcade games contain subtle differences that can be found that can't be found on their nes counterparts says nintendo in fact some of the arcade games in question have never been released outside japan like versus clue clue land Clue Clue Land. I never played Clue Clue Land. <laughs> um, here's an initial list of these arcade games. All right. So you're getting Mario Brothers. That's just the static screen, you and Luigi bonking heads and yeah. knocking over the crabs and stuff. Then you got Versus <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, Versus Balloon Fight, one of my favorite games ever. I love Yeah, that yeah. Versus Ice, Ice Climber, Versus Pinball, Versus Clue Clue Land, and Versus Punch Out. Punch Out. So all of these are coming. They will feature. Uh, Multiplayer support, uh, yeah. not online, I don't think, but you will be able to take your, uh, you know, your two, uh, what do you call them, uh, your Switch deals, your, your Joy-Cons, <laughs> your Joy-Con things, and you both could sit there and Scott play together. has trouble with names. Yeah, always. That's just the way I am. Anyway, they're coming soon. That seems like fun. I actually have a lot of excitement for that. Stay tuned for more. We often end things with an email. Today is no different. Let's end things with an email. Cedar Park, Texas, uh, and a guy named Steve wrote in. Says, "Hey Scott, listening to the Boop Show 147, and you and Brian were discussing that Scott and Stephen, or Scott and Stephen swapping. The name Stephen Scott getting swapped all the time. Right, like like two pigs in a blanket. Yeah. He says I get to answer to both. My name is Stephen Scott Radke, so I get both names. I even use Scott Stevens when I want to anonymously join a website." <laughs> Uh, just thought that was kind of funny. Boop, says Steve uh, from Cedar Park, Texas. And nice. he's not the only one. I heard from a whole load of Steve since our last episode and Scott's who say that people swap their names all the time. So I'm not alone. I feel I feel like I have friends with me. Steve Scott. Yep. Stott. Steve. Stott. Steve. Skeevy. Ooh. Ooh, it's all coming together. Uh, thanks for the email. You can send your emails to boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. We encourage that, so send them hot and fast, everybody. Uh, it's going to do it for us. Uh, Brian Dunaway can be found over at comicscoasttocoast.com. If you're looking for another great show, he's on nfilmsack.com. Oh. Uh, the Brian Dunaway, right? Anything else you want to mention here this week? That's it. I just want to thank everybody for letting me have an opinion, oh, even good. though it's probably wrong. That's you're welcome. Fine. You, get to, you get to have it no matter how wrong it ever is. You can have it. It's yours. Uh, thanks everybody for listening frogpants.com slash boop is where you can find this show and like I said boopshow at gmail.com is our email address the Brian Dunaway on Twitter I'm at Scott Johnson and the show is at boopshow it's gonna do it for us for me for Brian and for all of you we'll see I'm you gonna next go play some games <laughs> we'll see you next week
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.